This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, and thanks so much for listening to this episode of the podcast, where I'm going to be talking about how winning Theopathetis' Small Business Sunday Award can raise your pet business profile. And I'm recording this podcast just after the Theopathetis Small Business Sunday Winners event, which took place at the end of February 2022. And over the last week or so, in end of February, beginning of March, there has been so much press coverage from people who have pet businesses who are in my programs and in my community and they have put out stories about their Small Business Sunday wins. They've had press coverage and it's resulted in lots of exposure and also lots of inquiries as well. So I shared a post today on March the 3rd on my Facebook from Zoe Willingham, who's a dog trainer over in Suffolk, and she'd had some press coverage in her local paper, and it was picked up by another local paper, and then a radio station, and it got shared a lot on social media. And in one afternoon, she had 64 inquiries. Now, you can go and have a look at the screenshot if you want to. It's on my um, Facebook and on my LinkedIn as well. Screenshot from Zoe talking about her inquiries. So I hope that that will persuade you to give this episode a listen and think about how you can get involved with SBS and what it can mean for your business because it really is going to absolutely skyrocket your profile and get you inquiries and sales and really put you out there. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how it can raise your pet business profile. I'm going to talk, first of all, about what SBS is all about and how you get involved and what happens when you take part and what happens if you win. And I've also got an extra interview in this podcast with Kim O'Donnell from Leo, Charlie and Me. So Kim runs a pet accessory business. She's been on the podcast before. She's done amazing things with raising her profile and getting her name out there. And she's talking about the impact winning had on her business. I will let her share that with you. Um, I'm going to go through the SBS and what it's all about first, and then we're going to go to Kim's interview. But do please listen to it because it will absolutely blow your mind. It's brilliant. Kim is such a lovely person and it's brilliant to see her do so well. So I'm really looking forward to hearing what your thoughts are on how Kim has got on. So without further ado, I'm going to talk about what Small Business Sunday is all about and how it's going to help you and also how you can take part what happens when you take part, what Theo looks for, what happens when you win, and how you can use it to really get your name out there. So now on for the main part of the show. So first of all, what is SBS? Now I've also got a lisp, so this is going to be painful for me to go through. Um, I hope it's not going to be too painful for you to listen to, but I will try to um, not lisp too much on this episode. So what is SBS? It stands for Small Business Sunday, and it's shortened to SBS on Twitter and Instagram and it's a competition created by Theopathetis who was one of the dragons in Dragon's Den. He's a huge entrepreneur here in the UK and he is a huge champion of small businesses. So way back in 2010 Theo shared this at the winners event. He was you know at home cooking his dinner with his wife and family and he was thinking about what life was like he was on Twitter and he was thinking about what it used to be like for him before he had huge success and before he became a multimillionaire and how he used to spend Sunday night planning his week ahead. And he just joined Twitter and he had all of these followers. He would have had, you know, tens of thousands of followers at this point. And he had an idea um, about giving a shout out to his Twitter, to the people who were following him on Twitter, giving a shout out to some of the small businesses just to say, 
you know, good luck to, you know, Waggy Tails Doggy Daycare or, you know, Frankie's bow ties or whoever it was who got picked. Good luck to you this week, just sharing this business with my community. So he had this idea and he went on Twitter and he said, I want to give a shout out to six businesses every week. And he asked people who followed him to tweet and say why they wanted him to give them a shout out, why they should be chosen. And what started as a bit of an idea to support, to support small businesses on a Sunday night has grown into a huge community. There have been hundreds of thousands of people who've taken part in SBS over the years. And it's led to some really extraordinary things for people who have been involved. So that's how it all started. It was a competition um, created by Theo back in 2010. And how it works is every Sunday between 5pm and 7.30pm, small businesses can tweet or post now on Instagram as of this week using the SBS hashtag and share why they think they should win. So you go onto Twitter or Instagram. Now, it hasn't actually started as I'm recording this podcast, so I will link to um, I will link to the SBS website where it will share more details. Um, but basically, you go on there at that time, you share using the SBS hashtag, you, co- you copy in, you tag Theo in there, and then you talk about why you should win. So it's all about sharing the value that you give to other people in your business. So where your business came from, who you help, and the impact that you have. And the aim is to give Theo a reason to shine the spotlight on you and celebrate what you do in your small business. So that's a little bit about what it is and, you know, where the idea first came from. So what's the benefit of taking part? Well, what happens is if you're chosen, if you are one of the 0.8% of people who take part and who who gets chosen, then he retweets your tweet from his account. So you post your tweet, he will then retweet it and he, because he has got like half a million or more followers, that means that all of his followers and all of his community will see you. So he puts you in the spotlight and you reach all of those followers and their followers and it's a huge ripple effect. What happens is every Monday at 8pm he chooses, he announces his six winners and if you win, like I say, if you're part of the 0.8% who take part who win, then you get the shout out from Theo. And you also join a network of three and a half thousand businesses who have had the polls up from him as well. Um, and you can set up a profile in the SBS community. And that's really, that's a really brilliant community to be part of. Again, it's run by a huge, um, you know, a huge name, huge entrepreneur. And he's out there to kind of have your back. So being part of his community, there's a huge benefit for that. And winners also get a badge that they can display on their website or their social media or both. And you can also use your win to get press coverage. So that is a really brilliant benefit that you get from being an SBS winner. What happens is in the week um, in the week that you've won, you'll get a message from the SBS crew, from his team saying, congratulations, here's all the details that you need to know. And in there is a link to go and get yourself a press release template that you can then send off to your local media. Now, the great thing about this is that you get in the press release template, it tells you how to write the press release, which is brilliant means that you don't, you know, you can just follow the framework and it's all done there for you. But in there is also a quote from Theo giving you, you know, his seal of approval. So that's a really big deal. It's a great story for your local press and it's really good for your website and your social media as well. So that recognition is a huge benefit and it's really amazing um, when it comes to making an impression and, you know, getting eyes on your business. 
So next up is what happens when you win. Well, you will have a crazy week or two. I was reading as I was researching this podcast, I was reading some posts and somebody said that they spent five hours on Twitter in one day um, after they in the week that they'd won. And I was pretty much the same, to be honest. I spend a lot of time on Twitter myself anyway. Um, I get involved in awareness days and support my clients. So, you know, when, when those days are happening, you literally have got like sparks coming off your phone and your keyboard because you're tweeting that fast. But when you win SBS, it's basically like an awareness day. It's like having your own awareness day. Your, your Twitter will go insane. Your phone will be melting with notifications from friends, colleagues, and all the people in the SBS community. So that was what was really lovely. The week I won, which was on Valentine's Day this year, so only a few weeks ago, like people who are SBS winners, part of the community, they were congratulating me. They were saying, well done. They were chatting to me. And it was like, oh my gosh, it was just incredible hundreds and hundreds of people will contact you and respond to you and celebrate you which is just like just amazing isn't it it's so hard running a small business sometimes but you know having that having that support and having just that that kind of love really from strangers is just just blows your mind it really does so you also have so you've got the night the monday night when you when you win it just goes crazy. And the rest of the week, it's going to be busy. It's going to be really busy the next week as well. So brace yourself to be really busy, but it's busy in a really lovely way. Um, they also have the SBS Winners Hour on Tuesday from half past eight until half past nine in the evening, where you can chat and network with other winners. So go and join that as well. That's really great to network. The other thing that happens is you're invited to join the Facebook community. So it's a Facebook group for SBS winners. And it's a really big Facebook group. I think at the time of recording, there's about 1,800 people in there. And it's a really good opportunity to boost, boost your visibility and get support and encouragement from other people. So when you go in there, um, it's really lovely, actually, because I only joined this week. As I said, I've only, only won very, very recently. Um, but people can post in there about anything that they want, anything that they want to get support from support with um they can talk about you know what they've got going on this week lots of people have been sharing their press coverage and you can also go and search in the group as well so let's say if you need let's say if you lived in newcastle and you needed an accountant like i live in newcastle um you know you might want to support a fellow small business winner um so you could go and search for newcastle accountant in the group and you could go and find somebody you can also go and search on the small business sunday website as well so you get to go and build a profile on the Small Business Sunday website and it's like a directory with lots of different resources and training in there but you can also set up a profile so other people can find you there and you've also got the Facebook and the Twitter community and all the other things that they do too. So that's what happens when you win. Now I was really lucky um, in the timing of my win because I won two weeks before the Small Business Sunday winners event and that's an event that's put on it's a free conference that's put on by Theo every year obviously apart from the last couple of years where we've been in lockdown but it's a free conference that, that Theo puts on for all of his SBS winners and oh my gosh it was just incredible so the last one took place on February the 25th 2022 and it was at the ICC Centre in Birmingham and it was just absolutely mind-blowing so what happens is you go along, you get a goodie bag, um, there's loads of other SBS winners there, I think there's about a thousand people at the last one, and you all go and get together and celebrate your win. So I've been working with people, and I've been helping people win SBS and working with people 
on raising their profiles for the past couple of years now. And the first person I worked with to help win SBS was Kirsty Skeets. She runs um, Fit for Dogs over in Hull. And one, when we worked together three years ago, it is now her main thing that she wanted to do was to win SBS. Anyway, it was like, so when she, I, I can remember where I was when she won. It was literally like, I remember where I was when she told me she'd won. Like, I remember where I was when Princess Diana died because she was so obsessed with winning and I was so chuffed when she won. Anyway, um, because I know, because I obviously work with pet businesses and a lot of them have won SBS, we were able to have a massive get together. So there was about 20 of us and we all got together, people who we'd never met in real life. So we were all just so excited and we got together at the event and we also had a meal before and drinks and uh, some of us stayed afterwards. But so it wasn't just about the event, which was awesome. We also got to meet one another. So one of the other great things about being in SBS is you get to meet people in real life, which as you can probably tell from my voice, I'm still excited by. And it was over a week ago that, that we were all there together. Um, so at the event, at the SBS Winners event, Theo is obviously the star of the show and he invites inspiring people in the entrepreneurial community to put on presentations. But it starts off where Theo Theo talks for, you know, he gives a really, really, um, really heartfelt talk really about what SBS means to him, why he's so passionate about small businesses and supporting us. And then obviously he talked about, you know, the challenges that we faced over the last couple of years and, you know, his admiration really for us small business owners who keep going, who have that grit, who have that determination and who don't let things get us down. And he talks about the highs and the lows of being an entrepreneur, being a small business owner and why he's so passionate about helping us. So Theo talks and it's just so inspiring and just what a lovely bloke. I really can't speak highly enough of him he talks about the SBS community the people who've done really great things and just you know the warmth and kindness that he shows is incredible the other thing that he does is he invites other people to put on presentations who he thinks are going to be you know a good fit for the people in the audience and this year um, a lady called Debbie Lewis from NatWest Bank spoke about the roller coaster of life as a business owner her talk covered things like imposter syndrome comparisonitis you know how to keep going how to have that grit how to be you know, how to stay determined, but also celebrating um, us small business owners as well. And just, you know, lots and lots of warmth and encouragement, really. And the kind of feeling that you're not on your own and that there are people out there to help you. That was a really big takeaway for me from the event. And I think that's, it felt like that's what Theo wanted people to take away from it as well with his own presentations and the people who he brought in to talk to us. So we had Debbie from NatWest and she was fab. Um, and then we also had Rachel Watkin, who um, was on Dragons Den back in twenty in two thousand and seven, and she runs the Tiny Box Company. So she makes little boxes for jewelers and for product businesses. Um, and she went on Dragons Den in two thousand and seven, and she won investment from Theo Pathetis and Peter Jones. And they played her, they played her on the Den. Um, they, they played the episode with her winning. Um, and then she came and did a really brilliant um, presentation about her journey and what it's like to be on Dragon's Den and what happens afterwards. And again, she talked about the roller coaster. She talked about the winds and the wobbles and the highs and the lows and some of the really challenging things that she's been through, including having a fire, which you can imagine a fire in a, you know, a room full of cardboard boxes is not ideal. Then after the fire, she moved to another unit where they had a flood, which again, a nightmare. Um, so all of the bumps in the road, she, you know, really shared the warts and all. Um, 
and again just a brilliant experience to hear about how somebody who you know you can really relate to someone who's just chugging away trying to make things work and what a transformation can happen when um, you go on something like Dragon's Den or just when you get you know really good support as well the other thing that they had at the event was workshops in the breakout rooms on all kinds of different topics from you know managing your finances to getting press coverage all kinds of different things and then you get fed and watered. You get a goodie bag with loads of great things in there. Who doesn't love a goodie bag? And then in the afternoon, you um, there's a thing called the fireside chat. And that's where um, Theo invites a guest to join him by the fireside and talk about life as a business owner. And this year he had um, Tuka Solomon from Dragon's Den on there. And it was fascinating listening to them talk. I think the talk was for about an hour and a half, but it was just brilliant. Um, and one of the things I took away from it was... Um, we often look at we look at business owners and we think, oh, they've all got it. Even you know, not we're not talking about people like Theo and Tuka Sullivan. We're talking about just people who might run a dog trainer business or a dog, you know, a pet business down the road. I mean, we look at other people and think, oh, they never make a mistake. They've got it all figured out. Everything's working out okay for them, and it's just me who makes a mess of things. And actually, Tuka Sullivan was talking about some of the some of the you know, the bumps in the road that he's had and some of the decisions that if he could turn back time, he you know, he might make a different decision. And he was talking about losing a lot of money. He was talking about making a lot of money. He was talking about, you know, when he first set up his business in the first place, um, some of the brands he's invested in. It was just really, really interesting. But to hear somebody of that calibre talking about, you know, the mistakes they've made and, and the bumps in the road and how they overcome challenges, um, was really yeah just really encouraging and just brilliant uh, but the thing that you're going to like listening to if you are a pet business and you listen to this podcast was my favorite line was um when Theo was talking to Tuka he said to him what what sectors do you think are exciting right now and Tuka replied I think the pet space is good that was the first thing that he said and he did say other things as well but I obviously um you know, took that, but that was my big takeaway. And all of the people who were in the pet business massive in the middle of the room all started cheering, which was just brilliant. Um, so yeah, it was, it was just great. Um, so that's what happens. Um, that's what happens on the day at the small business Sunday winners event. Um, so after you've had the fireside chat, you've also got the opportunity to have your photo taken with Theo. And that is for the people who've won like that year. If you've won in a previous year, you will have already collected your certificate and they obviously have to keep the numbers at a reasonable amount because there's things like 3,500 winners altogether. So all the people who'd won this year and last year were invited to go and have, go and collect the certificates and go and have the photo taken with Theo. So this is a really great opportunity because, you know, you're there, you've got Theo there, he's giving you his seal of approval, he's championing your small business and you've got that brilliant social proof and brilliant content for social media to go and share. And also, um, if you're going to go and pitch to the press about it, then having a photo of you and Theo is going to make your story even more brilliant. So journalists love, obviously, sharing stories about people doing well, people, they love championing small businesses, they love sharing things that people in their local community are doing, you know, you know, when they're having their wins and successes. But if you've got a photo of you with um, Theopathetus, then that's like the cherry on the icing on the top of the cake. So you get your photo taken, and then that's the end of the day. Um, but there's all kinds of other things that go on during the session. Um, and he talks about, he has a, th he, basically Theo has um, an area, at a, an event, a big um, trade show called the Autumn Fair and the Spring Fair, um, and there was a presentation when we were there about his his brown, his SBS winners at the Autumn Fair. 
and it was showcasing 12 people who had won SBS and who were given a stand there um, by Theo. They had to apply, they had to go through quite a rigorous um, selection process and they were given a stand at this huge, huge trade show which would normally cost around £5,000. So as you can imagine, it's a small business, that's incredible, it's such a great opportunity. So he talked about that. Um, there was a presentation, there was a, a video basically where the people who had won at the last one were talking about their experiences and I'm going to have one of those winners talk on the podcast um, in a moment. Um, so the, you'll learn about how to apply for that and there are a few other things that you learn about on the day. So for the next part of the podcast I'm going to hand over to Kim O'Donnell and I chatted to Kim about her SBS experience. So Kim won SBS in March 2021 and then she applied to go and showcase her products at the Autumn Fair and she won that as well, like just extraordinary. So it was amazing for her business and I've got an interview with her which I'm going to cut to now and then at the end of the podcast I'm going to talk a little bit more about how to apply for SBS, how to get involved and a couple of essential things that you need to know. But now over to Kim who is going to share her amazing experience and what SBS has done for her pet business. So I'm joined now by Kim from Leo, Charlie and Me, who is not only an SBS winner, but she also had a coveted stand at the Autumn Fair um, in, two, in 2021. So Kim, first of all, thank you so much for joining me. Can you tell us a little bit about you and what you do in your pet business? Okay, well, I'm Kim. I'm a, a nurse with 40 years experience, but I gave it all up to um, seriously start a pet accessory business. So I hand make... Um, accessories for dogs and their owners who like to look a bit different brilliant okay so can you tell us and I love the stuff that you, I love the background that you've got that is brilliant um can you tell us a little bit about um you going to do SBS in the first place and then when you won it as well tell us about your kind of SBS journey from the beginning okay um well un until I met you I didn't use Twitter at all um and I had no idea what sort of opportunities were available on Twitter for networking, getting to know people and business opportunities and PR opportunities. So it was a bit of an eye opener, but I'm a, I'm still um, a bit of a Twitter blunderer. I sort of <laughs> bob about from place to place with no particular <laughs> focus. But um, I did notice that a lot of people were entering SBS, which is the weekly competition run by Theo Pafetis. Um, And, you know, when you get a bit of FOMO and you think, you know, I'd like a bit of that. Uh, so I thought around about um, Christmas time, not last year, the year before, uh, Christmas 2020, um, I thought, you know, the new year, I'm, I'm really going to have to pull my finger out and, and enter this. But I faffed about for a while. I entered twice in February and then I saw one of my friends win it and I thought, I really need to think properly about how to enter this effectively. So I tried again in March, uh, first time to no avail. Um, and the second time I thought, do you know what? Theo Pafetis has got a, a dog. He's got a, a, a beautiful um, working cocker called Gladys, who looks a little bit like our Charlie. So with, with your tweet, you've only got a certain number of characters to describe your business. So I did that bit for Theo from me. And I decided in the image to put a message from Charlie, our cocker spaniel, to his cocker spaniel, Gladys. And I think that's what clinched the deal, actually, because Charlie tweeted Gladys. So um when it happened, I was busy at the sewing machine and my phone was on the other side of the room and the, my phone just didn't stop pinging with all the Twitter notifications. And I thought, what on earth's going on? Pick, picked it up because I entered it and then, you know, you just get on with 
I just tend to get on with things and forgot about it really. Um, and it just went absolutely crazy. Twitter was bonkers. So I ended up having to start replying to all these people who were congratulating me and saying, well done. Um, and I was on Twitter for then for about three hours by the the time I'd finished, my thumbs were, I couldn't hardly move my thumbs. I was absolutely shattered. But there's all this positive positivity coming from people that I didn't know, which was amazing. Um, um, I had about 90 followers up until then. And then, it, you know, by the next time I looked, it was in the hundreds. So loads of people started looking at the business and, um, and following me, which was a which was a big boost. I mean, my husband thought I was insane because I went running downstairs to tell him that I'd won and I couldn't find him. I was running around the house and all, checking everywhere to try and find him to tell him I won. He'd gone out in the garden with the dog. So he didn't know what the hell was when he came in. He hadn't a clue what was going on. Um, so he was sort of quite taken aback about it all. It was just all very exciting and, you know, hysterical. <laughs> so, Brilliant. OK, so you win SBS and I know that you've already had press coverage because we've worked together for, for yeah. a good couple of years now but tell us about how winning helped you get some press coverage and get even so you win it you get more followers you get more people going to your website but then you get some press coverage as well and that's even more eyes on your business yeah that's right I mean I've got a really good relationship with the one of the reporters at our local newspaper which has developed over the past few years because she's covered a few stories for me very kindly and um and I saw I sent her off a press release about winning SBS and uh and it made our our new local newspaper and it was a real it was like half a page story it was really lovely um uh, with a picture and, and everything it was great so, you know, and that was in the business, that was in the business section. So I'd, I've been sort of like a feel good story in the main part of the paper yeah. previously, but this was actually in the business section, which actually made a lot of my friends sit up and say, God, Kim, you're in the business section. Brilliant. So, you know, because <laughs> you know, probably up until then, you sort of feel like you're playing at it with the business. It doesn't quite feel real, but when you win SBS, it's validation for your business. And then when you get picked up by the reporter and put in the business section of the paper, then it just makes it even more real amazing okay no I love that um, and people as well like I know I'm preaching to the converted here with you Kim but reporters love to hear feel good stories about people from their area doing something great achieving great things so winning SBS is you know it's a great little story or a great big story in your case well it was it was really cool because the report she remembered it and um, I did um, a fair at the county showground our, our local county show in September first event I'd done after the lockdown finished and she actually made a point of coming to my stand and have a look, having a look at my stuff and congratulating me on the win because I've not met her in person for a long time. So um, it was really nice, you know. She remembered the story and said, "Well done." Because actually, on my stand when I when I go to fairs, I have a little picture um, of me with the awards that I've won, so people know that it's an award-winning business. And there was a picture there of, of you know my SBS SBS win. So um, I'm I'm really really happy now because I'll be able to have a proper picture with Cleo too. So. Brilliant. Okay, so I know we're recording this and we're recording it on the 1st of March 2022. Oh my gosh, I nearly forgot the year then. And it's just after the big SBS winners event in Birmingham and we were together, which was awesome. Yeah. And loads of other pet businesses were there as well. So you've got your photo with Theo and that's going to be another opportunity for you yeah. to get your story out there again. But I'd love for you to tell me about you had the cherry on the ice and on the top of the cake you also got invited <laughs> to the summer fair as well didn't you so tell me about that it was the, the autumn fair it was the um the autumn fair at the NEC 
Yeah, it was it was pretty incredible. I mean, around about the time I won SBS, about a week after, I also won the um, Animal Star Award for Best Pet Business. So I was on a real high, um, you know, from being a bit in the doldrums in January, which hits a lot of small businesses after the Christmas rush, you sort of have a big come down. And I was feeling a bit miserable. And then I won SBS and the same week I won the Animal Star Award so I suddenly was on this massive high with lots of eyes on the business and SBS announced that there was a competition um, to win a stand at the autumn it's a really prestigious trade trade show it's one of the biggest in the country at the NEC in September and I and I suddenly thought well do you know what have I got to lose what's the worst that can happen they could say no you know I'm no worse off than I am not entering so I thought, you know what, I'll do it. So I downloaded the <laughs> downloaded this massive application form, filled it all in, sent it off and promptly forgot about it. That was the first week of April. Um, and then around about June, I think it must have been about June, um, mid-June, um, my Twitter, I was again, I was sewing and the Twitter, my Twitter feed went mad. So I thought, oh, what's what's going on on Twitter? And that was how I discovered I'd been shortlisted out of all the applicants. They shortlisted 18 um, and I was one of them. And I thought, crikey, that's, you know, that that's incredible. And I, I then, you know, followed everybody else and looked at all the other businesses. And I thought, oh, cricket, flipping heck, you know, they're ma- major, you know, they're small businesses, but oh, they're so professional and they look great. And aren't their products fantastic? I thought, I don't stand a cat in hell's chance of winning this. But hey ho, I was in the last 18 and that was enough kudos for me. Um, so, uh, a week later, again, sitting at the sewing machine, I got a telephone call and it was from a guy called Dan who works in the SBS team and he congratulated me on winning SBS. And I said, oh, thank you. You know, it was in March and I'm, I'm really fortunate to be part of Leo's, um, sort of, uh, group of, uh, business people. And it's, it's been really cool. And he said, you, you I don't think you understand what I'm saying, Kim. So I said, are you just congratulating me for winning SBS in March? And he said, no, I'm congratulating you for winning a stand at the Autumn Fair. Well, I fell off my chair. I was absolutely gobsmacked. I, I couldn't speak. So he said, he, he was asking, are you still there? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm still here. And he said, OK, don't don't fret. We'll be in touch with you in due course and we'll let you know what you need to do. And fortunately, I mean, I'm still in a state of shock about it, but fortunately, they've got such a fabulous team. They hold your hand the whole way. So it, it was incredible. So there were three months then of uh, June, July, August planning yeah. um, because they provide you with a stand and then you've got to desi- you've got to design what you want to do with it and how you want to present your products. So, of course, I had to think about stand design maybe painting it putting shelves in I had to think about branding I had to think I was thinking about logos t-shirts so people would know I was there were all the COVID restrictions so we had to think about you know you know care of the stand and providing Mm -hmm. sanitizer and stuff my branding needed an update so I updated my business cards I got some printed flyers and some price lists and it was just like manic three months of mania getting ready and then I had to make stuff to actually display because I've got a stock of things for selling and for showing at fairs and things but this needed to be completely separate stock um so that it didn't impinge on the other events that I was going to in, yeah. in, in between time so I, I prepared all my autumn um collection for display 
Um, so, uh, so there was a lot of sewing involved as well. But like I say, I had a lot. We had a lot of Zoom calls and support from uh, the SBS team. They were they were fab because you could just ring them up or email them, and they'd help you sort out whatever you were fretting about. Um, so yeah, it, it was manic. The, the fair itself was just unreal. Yeah. Um, I think there were two thousand or more stands. Wow. In the NEC and real big big companies. And within that, Theo has a um, a little pavilion where all of his um, business winners, uh, his, his winners go. So we had this little Theo Pavitis pavilion um, and we were sharing the space. There were 13 different little businesses, all who were winners from a, from previously as well, yeah. pre, pre-COVID, who haven't had a chance to attend. And it was just like a little community and everybody was really supportive of each other, looking after one another's stands while you whipped to the loo or grab something to eat. Um, and the footfall was huge, was absolutely huge. And the, the thing that really took my breath away was the fact that Everybody gets included in the online catalogue and on a printed catalogue and they give all details of your business. And people actually came to see me after doing the research to see what was at the autumn fair. They actually came because I was I was probably one of two pet businesses. Yeah. So, it, you know, it was just phenomenal that people actually sought out me to come and see what I was doing. You know, there weren't just people wandering past and catching me on the off chance. There were people who'd planned to put me in the tour of the of the fair. Wow. So, so I wasn't one. I was just going to say, so what was the impact of that on your business? Because I know uh, it's like huge, really overwhelming and like it's a massive opportunity, but tell us about the kind of bottom line. I know that you were very busy from kind of yeah, following you and was, chatting to you on social media. I was pretty overwhelmed by the, whole, by the whole experience, actually, because I'd never done anything wholesale before and I didn't even know that it was going to be feasible. But by day two... I'd sold all of my autumn collection before I'd even launched it on the website. Um, and then I had to try and source more material. Yeah. Um, and that was just to one lady, to one shop. Wow. Um, by day, by the morning of day three, I'd, I'd got three major orders and that had sold everything that I could physically make between September and Christmas. Wow. Okay. And it, and it's, it made up that, that those four or the, the four orders that I'm, I actually took at the fair were equivalent in the two, in the two and a bit days were equivalent to a quarter of my annual turnover yeah in two days wow okay so it was it was absolutely crazy absolutely crazy and it and, and on day three I had to start apologizing to people who wanted to buy because I couldn't take their orders because I knew I hadn't got the capacity because it's just me yeah. I hadn't got the capacity to make um so I have I ended up then with a waiting list so people said well okay you can't supply us now when do you envisage your order book being reopened and I said probably in January yeah. so they said put, put put us on a waiting list so I came away with four major orders and a waiting list of people who wanted the products who I who fortunately because I managed to work my absolute socks off I managed to start um contacting people at the end of November mm-hmm. Um, and start working on the waiting list and I was able to get some Christmas products to them before the end of the year so it's it's been an absolute it was a it was an eye-opener and it's been absolutely phenomenal for business wow I'm I'm laughing a little bit because like you set this business up in retirement and poor Kim like before you won the SBS you did the the masks where you were up till 
God knows yeah. when, making the mass, and then you've had this, and yeah. it's been a total whirlwind, hasn't it? Which, but it's brilliant because I know that you yeah. love your business, and for you, like you're you're always so lovely and humble, and you absolutely deserve to be in the spotlight oh, and at that, so at that event, and you know, in the paper and all these things, and you just show what's possible if you just go for it, and you don't, and you just think, oh well, I don't care. What if people say no? What if people don't? Yeah, like what say? I, must, I must admit, I did feel like a bit like an imposter amongst all these massive, massive companies. The only other pet company was, was it had a huge stand with yeah. you know all all toys and beds and everything, and I was thinking, what on earth am I doing here? <laughs> you know, in my little handmade business when all these big players are here. But it just shows there are op- there are opportunities for little businesses like mine, yeah. even at such big things like this, the Autumn Fair, you know. But it, it's helped me hone down where I can supply who I want to supply, mm-hmm. and it turns out that the little the little dog boutiques in sort of like touristy areas are absolutely perfect from uh, uh, for my and, and posh garden centres as well yeah. um, are perfect for my products. Um, so it, it's really helped me develop what market I want to supply so it's it, it helped on a lot of lot of grounds actually and sort of tighten tighten things up business-wise as well yeah. um so yeah it was just a just a phenomenal experience and, and it was all free sorry as well you got to meet Theo as well didn't you because I we yeah. the event and I watched the video and I was like so just so excited seeing you there with Theo chatting to him and stuff so tell me about meeting Theo at the well, on 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 the third day, uh, Theo came to do a keynote speech to for for all the people who were there exhibiting for the whole show, um, and it was a packed out speech. Um, and I managed to get someone to cover my my daughter was there, so she looked after the stand for me while I went to the keynote speech. And then straight after that, he came and he visited every single one of the businesses that he'd sponsored to be there, um, and spent at least five minutes asking us about our business um what we do and why we do it and what what um had we had any results from being at the autumn fair so far and he was absolutely blown away when I told him I'd sold out completely of everything that I could make until Christmas and he's in his and he he looked quite emotional because he's quite a he is a quite a sensitive guy He, he makes some really sensitive comments and he's so supportive of small businesses and he looked like he he was almost tearful and he said you know that's why I do what I do to give the little guys a leg up to get them in front of an audience where that they can showcase what they do and he said that's the whole the whole ethos behind SBS and he was really absolutely touched that I'd sold out everything I could possibly make and that it just showed his humanity and the fact that he's he's such a, a giving entrepreneur um you know providing all of that for 13 businesses and we all we all had successes we all made sales um you know it was it was just a phenomenal experience really so uh, yeah and they videoed it the video we we had a question and answer session at the end and they videoed us and then they used that footage at the SBS event this year I didn't know they were going to do that so it was a little bit surprising to be up on the big screen Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so it's just lovely hearing. Well, you deserve all of this as well, but it's great, great hearing you recall it all in one go. Because I've seen the seen you go through this process and all the things that yeah. happened. But it's really great. I've got, go- I've got goosebumps talking to you about it because oh. it was, you know, it was a business event, but um, and I was out of my comfort zone. But it ended up being a really emotional event. Yeah. <laughs> 
because it it was such a revelation and there was such such a lot of support there from people um people who you wouldn't think would give a damn about a small business like mine but who did give a give, give a damn and that is such a massive confidence boost Definitely. and a boost to the business yeah i mean we were at the we were at the winners event last week weren't we and um yeah. Tuka Solomon was there and there was a lady from NetWest Bank and then there was another lady who'd won Dragon's Den and Theo and it, it was I thought it was so well thought out and I was talking to people who you know other friends who were in business who weren't there and I was talking about how much thought had gone into it and they really thought about the the challenges we have as small business owners it wasn't just like yeah. oh look at us we're dragons and you no. know we've got our we've got got it all together they had people talking about imposter syndrome and the the roller coaster and it was just brilliant so well thought out and so you know just you you know that like they are living and breathing um this whole small business support thing and yeah you know it's not just a token they're multi-millionaires but they're absolutely in the thick of it and they really want to do good for us don't don't they that's right they really want to give back yeah, yeah. and I that was that was what I took away from there as well and they've, they've created this massive sort of uh group so it, it's it's become a community um, and there's such friendship and camaraderie within it um, and support for others. And you'll see that on Twitter as well. If, if people are looking for looking for support or, or they need something, if you put out a tweet in the SBS group and say, oh, I need someone to help me with accounts or I need to find new packaging or, you know, my supplier for X, Y or Z has gone, you know, up. Uh, up the spout someone will comment back and say oh have you tried this have you tried that look at this look at that so you know it the whole community is sort of connected and willing to help each other which which is invaluable for me as a sole trader on my own in a little bedroom sewing you know because I I haven't got access to anything else out there everything I do is within the house you know some days I don't even go out apart from walking the dog so um you know it's lockdown every day for me uh, so um yeah to have to know that they're there if I'm in a in a, in a sticky situation is uh, very reassuring definitely um now I've only just joined the community so I'm looking forward to to being part of it as well having won um in February and thank you to you for giving me the kick at the bum to do it so <laughs> It's been amazing hearing about the impact and hearing your story all in all all told in one go about um, what SBS has meant for you. If anyone is watching or listening to this on the podcast um, at a later date, what would your advice be if they're thinking of taking part and they're not sure? What would you What would you say to them? Oh gosh, I'd say just just do it. You know, there's nothing to lose. You know, absolutely nothing to lose. And it doesn't matter how long it takes you to do it. I mean, I I did it in four. Some people do it in one. I think, did you say you've done 12. it? <laughs> you were 12, you know, just, just stick at it. Don't give up. Like Tuka Sullivan said at the actual event, don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up because it'll increase your confidence. It validates your business. It improves your visibility. You've got this massive group of friendly and supportive people. The networking and collaboration opportunities are huge. Um, you know, so there's, there, there's so many things on the plus side, you know, get over yourself, just do it yeah fabulous okay well I think that's a great point to end on so Kim thank you so much for sharing your SBS brilliant story and yeah I really appreciate you sharing sharing your story and good luck with everything else as well thank you thank you So I hope you enjoyed that chat with Kim and if that hasn't inspired you to take part in SBS then I do not know what will because 
you know, what it's done for her has just been amazing. And I would love for you to um, go and try and do the same for your pet business too. So just going to recap on how to take part. All you need to do is share a tweet or an Instagram post on Sunday between 5pm and 7.30pm. There will be a link at the bottom of this podcast episode where it will take you to the um, SBS page and it will give you the exact instructions. Your post should show your passion for your business. It should clearly explain what you do and who you help and you should have an image. And Theo also asks that you have a professional website. And it must contain the SBS hashtag and you must tag Theo in the tweet. What Theo looks for in a winning tweet or post. So with this, honestly, I really can't say what it is that he looks for because I tried to win SBS many, many times. It took me 12 times to do it and I did a real variety of posts as well. So I did one where I had Patch tweeting on my behalf saying, please let my mum win because she's always on the computer and I want less Zoom and more Zoomies. That didn't win. But the one that I did share talked about um, the benefits of getting in the press for my clients. So there's no rhyme nor reason for what he looks for, what he goes for. There isn't any formula, but what I do know is that he looks for something that has an emotional impact and an emotional connection. Um, What happens as well is every week Theo will explain himself what he's looking for. So go to his post on Twitter when SBS opens at 5pm and try to give him what he wants. Um, Remember as well that he goes through every post and if you don't win once, don't give up. I tried 12 times and I know that other people have tried it for years. So really do not give up. Remember the people who win are not, you know, 0.8% of people who apply are the winners. So keep going. I honestly, like I did think, oh my gosh, I can't keep doing this. I feel silly. I feel like a failure. But then I thought, no, I've got to keep going. If it was, if I was talking to a client, I would tell them to keep going, to not give up. And it was so worthwhile, honestly. So If you're thinking of giving SBS a try, I'm going to finish up with five reasons why you should. And there are many, many, many more. But here are five reasons why you should. Number one is you get to become part of the SBS community. Running a business can be lonely and this is a huge help. Number two is that it's a brilliant opportunity to get press coverage. Getting the pause up from Theo is a great feel-good story for your local media. Number three is that being an award-winning pet business helps you stand out from the competition and will wow your customers and your friends and family too. Number four is that when people check you out online, you make a great impression. You've got your press coverage, you've got your SBS on your website, and it looks really great on your social media profiles too. Number five is it's free. You get a free winners event every year and you get to meet Theo and he's just such a brilliant, lovely guy. So I hope that that has persuaded you to take part in SBS. Do let me know how you get on. If you want to tag me on your posts, then do tag me on Twitter. I'm at Rachel Spencer UK. I don't know how it's going to work on Instagram because as I'm recording this, it hasn't started. But tag me on Instagram there as well. I'm on the same uh, the same handle, at Rachel Spencer UK. So do let me know how you get on. I would love to hear about your SBS wins. Do come and hang out with me in my free Facebook group as well, Publicity for Pet Businesses community i'll link to that in the show notes and good luck with taking part in sbs thank you for listening to the publicity for pet businesses podcast for more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk